Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes decided to use the thunderstorm that sprung up overnight to their advantage, making it a key element of their plan to gain access to the Stormwind stockades. There, they know they'll need to rescue the Teldrassil kids' hired summoner and, most likely, Harrison Jones and Oldoon Blackpowder. But their disguises as city inspectors will only go so far. How will they pull it off? Let's find out as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. When you arrive, you see that, um, you know, this first area, you walk into this room, it's a stone building, a lot of stonework. Um, there are two doorways in front of you. There are guards at both doorways. You can see beyond the guard on the right that there is like, that's where administrative things happen. And the guard on the left is protecting uh, a stairwell that goes down. So you're like, all right, immediately we know over here is... Um, where the prisoners are over there is where like some of the work gets done there's also another door that leads to a spiral stairway that goes upwards to the next floor i just right. have to say the the map that casey here has found fits beautifully inside the square of the, the footprint of the <laughs> upper floors and stockades i think that That's is true. freaking fantastic it's it looks great thank you uh, as I'm walking in, I'm going to be already kind of like looking around, kind of, you know, pencil up to the mouth, kind of thinking, looking, thinking, make a couple of notes. Um, uh, Ari, do you want to start this one or should I? Or are they saying like we're just walking in? Are they saying anything to us at all? So Lead the way. as you walk in, you see, oh, I didn't describe these two guards. You see that they're rocking um, short swords, okay. shields and chainmail armor. Yeah, short swords, shields, chain chainmail. Um you walk in uh the one guard who's like on the prisoner side is a looks a little bit more um like immediately like defensive than the one who's not protecting prisoners. And as you enter in, they don't recognize you and you can see that from their facial expression. They have this look on them like who are these people? Uh and one of them says, uh, "State your business." Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. We are here to inspect the stockades. You see, with rain this this good, we have to check for leaks. It's been in the works for forever, but we just, we haven't had rain this good in, in a long time. And as you can see, and Falkus is doing his stuff, you know, my friends here are already finding some things of interest. <clears throat> that was me grunt. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and roll a deception check for me, Ari. Well. Okay. You have approached during a time where they don't have any particular reason to be suspicious of you. So as it stands right now, 12, they don't seem to be have they don't seem to have their hackles raised. They don't seem like anything crazy might be going on. They don't 
recognize you and they're like, okay, well, you know, what are you doing? Um, but you give them a clear, concise reason to be there. You and Falcus are unarmed and are just walking around with paperwork and are making note of like things on the wall. They do look at Butch and they say, uh, and uh, what, what, what about him? What's his deal? Well, I don't I mean, say anything. I just put my my like my fists on my waist and just stand there, like feet planted, and I look the guy in the eye. And I will say, look at us. Do you see how skinny this one is? And me? Do you? If something happens, do you think we can defend ourselves? This guy, our boss, always makes him come along when we go to. Uh, I don't want to say sketchier places. Scare. Places we're where dang- something happens, we don't want to. They don't want to lose us. Like we're kind of a big deal in our world. There, there, there's literally like dangerous prisoners here. I mean, like this is a danger. This is potentially a dangerous situation. Um, I'd like Butch to hit me with a intimidation, and intimidation is normally a charisma check. But are you proficient with intimidation? Yes. Okay. You can. You can actually change what stat you use when you roll things because you're big and you're using, you're using your physical body to be intimidating here. Your proficiency is three and your strength is four. Go ahead and roll me a d20 plus seven because you're going to be doing it as if you have proficiency with a strength-based check. Thirteen. Okay. Um, on a thirteen, again, like, they are not... Their they their suspicion of you does not increase in any way. Um, yeah. So you walk in here fully armed, um, and you like you throw eyes at these two dudes. They understand where you're coming from when you say the things that you say, uh, and you get the sense that they don't. They're not happy about the idea that someone's going to come in here fully armed into a place where someone who wanted to do something bad, like you would want to be fully armed in order to do something untoward. But they, you don't get the sense that they suspect you guys of doing anything funny. He, They would say, all right, well, where are you looking to inspect? And I'm going to stand at the door here, just kind of like back to the door looking in I, I, I'm intimidating but I'm I'm not trying to like walk around and get up in their faces and stuff like that like I'm backing off assessing the situation okay and I would let him know you know we gotta do top to bottom check on this whole thing leaks can happen anywhere stone like this they can come in from the side from the top from the bottom so I'll actually I'll leave that up to you guys where you would like us to start from the ground up, from the top down. Uh, so he would go, all right, well, I mean, if you guys are here because it's storming, um, the places that are exposed to that would be everywhere from the first floor and up. So uh, here we'll have, um, and he'll, he'll like one of the guards, one of the people who's like in the administrative office who does, who's like not doing anything. Hey, uh, would you show them up to the barracks and to the like common room and everything upstairs? Cause they're look, they're here like from the city or something. They're, have you ever dealt with this before? Yeah, I remember at one point a couple years ago, somebody came in for something like this, so I guess that's what we're doing. It's fine. They can't hurt anything. It's, it's upstairs. Here, let me show you. Uh, and he would direct you guys up, actually, uh, through the... Here, let's grab him. I'm going to copy. He would direct you guys up into the next floor up, which is the common room area. As you guys enter in, you see that there are guards here who are fully armored still, but there are also guards who are just in casual clothes. 
people who are like no armor, no weapons, no shields, no nothing. Um, this is an area where as you look around, you can see that there's like a kitchen area. There's um, like a bar laid out with there's people playing cards. There's it's very recreational, very easy. This stairway exits into this room, but also continues up to the next floor. So this is how you would go up or down from here. Um, you guys are welcome to wander around and, and do your thing in this space. Um, sort of get a sense for quote unquote where the leaks are. You don't see anything of tactical use in this room. This is all like rec center stuff. Uh, although potentially, can I get a group? Can I get a group intelligence real fast? Or group? Yeah, let's say intelligence. Nine. And also nine. Uh, with the right level of social engineering, there may be something to be done, potentially, but it does, nothing strikes you as, as particularly helpful here. But yeah, you explain to these guys, yeah, we're just here to do the thing, and none of them seem to care. They're on, they're on off hours. It's they're sitting and chilling. Uh, how many guards were on that first floor? Uh, including the one who came up with you, it was a total of. Sorry, I clicked onto the wrong floor. I think it was five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, you saw five. Sizing them up, Butch, I think you're better at this than anybody. These guys are... They're they are okay. Like, physically. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think you would have a problem with one or even a small handful of them. It would be bad if you got overwhelmed by them. But, like... As far as danger is concerned, no one of them poses very much threat. They would be threatening in groups. Uh, just to keep up appearances, I, I am going to uh, walk in, kind of kind of check the windows, look around, maybe tap them a little bit, like listen for any kind of noise, looking for where there's leaks coming in, making some scribbles, some notes, uh, making eye contact with the guards, giving them a little nod of the hat, and, and just kind of scribbling some more, and, and, and make the full circuit of the room just to keep up appearances before we head up another floor. Okay. Um, if we go up another floor, what we'll find are a uh, a basic barracks area. Um, it's we're it's sleeping quarters, all that kind of stuff. This bed is out of position for I don't know why. There are um, as you go from room to room, the sleeping quarters here. There are like chests with equipment, weapons racks, all that kind of stuff, where the guards keep their things. Uh, you know when nothing's in use. But in general, what we're talking about here is 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 rest area places. Same thing we did the last four, like Falka said, just going, checking the walls, the windows, making comments on things, really really making sure the guard that with us... Believes it. Yeah, 100%. He believes this. Because when we get back to the ground floor, we're going to have to do some some convincing of stuff. So yeah, yep, I want him to... Get down below. Yep. Uh, yeah, we've done two floors now. Um, what's above here is the rooftop. Uh, which is open, exposed to the storm. So um, if you guys want to go up there, that's great. If not, I get it. Let's go. Let's do a deception real fast from everybody just to see, you know, your, how, how well you're keeping this up. I'm rolling so mid today. I'm 10 though 10. Same. 12. Did we lose, uh, did we lose Summer? Six. Okay. You get the sense, Butch, that so the group passed um, because they are not suspicious of you currently. The DC is still only just that 10. It's not until we start 
creating suspicion that the DCs for this are going to get higher and higher. Right. He's looking at you like you just seem out of place. Like he's got this look on his face like, I don't know, man, like you're they're surrounded by prison guards. Like who, what's going to happen to them? They don't have to bring in a, a juggernaut. It's whatever. It's weird. Um, but that does not necessarily push up the suspicion level at this point. We are going to go. If you'd like. Uh, I do want to wanna look at the roof. Yeah, because I want to look and see. I don't know how we're going to get in here. So I do just want to see what the situation is for in case this becomes a option of. Um, yeah, the center area I don't here, go on the roof. I don't want to get wet. That's fine. The center area here is steepled. Uh, water is running off the rooftop in rivers. The guards out here are not happy. You look out uh, and see that visibility, terrible. Terrible because of the storm. So is this steeple rooftop, does it have walls like on the side of it too? Uh, yeah, I mean, it goes down to like, it, it's it's an A-frame style and then has like straight solid walls for about five, ten feet. And then there's the pathway around the outside square. And this section here, is that part of the map? Yeah, it is. Um, I can do that. And you see that like it opens, like that's where the, the way... The, the doorway to it is on this northern side here. I will go out in the rain and like again playing into this. I'm not happy about going in the rain and that's I'm gonna kinda grumble a little bit, but I'm checking like drainage points, can water build up places, stuff like like I'm really selling hundred percent that this is my job and this is something I have to do. If Falcus stays in because he has the paper, that's fine. I'll just come back to him and like be like, yeah, no, up at like the northeast corner, it looks like it's puddling really bad. That could be a problem for later. May need to add drainage. Like jumble mumble bolt that I don't know anything about. Because Perfect. you elected to go out into the rain like this to try to sell it, even though like I'm perfectly dry. Like I'm comfortable in my home right now. I got a nice warm shirt on. I feel happy. But the thought of walking out onto a rooftop in a thunderstorm got me so upset that I was going as the DM hinting like, it's fine, you don't have to go out onto the roof, it's okay. Then you turned around and was like, we have a story we need to sell. You're going to get advantage on whatever the next charisma check, the charisma-based skill is. because that, Nicely done. Like, I, like you you were like walked out, and I'm like, I can't believe she did that. It's, we're, it's, it's rain on graph paper. It's not important. It's fine. It took me time to come down from that. <laughs> so that's great. Um, yeah, wonderful. Um, at this point, you guys have had your inspection of the upper floors. The question is now, we're going to try to go downstairs at this point, right? Uh, sure. Um, so I'll just continue to, you know, be making my notes in here. So, all right, well, we've we've explored the upper floors here. Definitely took some notes on, on various places where they look like they'd be trouble spots, especially with this much rain coming in. Um, uh, all that water that gets into this building's got to go somewhere. I'm assuming then the lower floors down into to the dungeon levels as well. I mean, granted, yeah, I understand they're, they're prisoners. They don't have to have the best of conditions, but I bet they're pretty damp. Uh, am I right in that on a case on a day like today? Yeah, it, it can be. It has been before. There is drainage down there that leads down into our sewer system, which has been relatively effective as far as I can tell. Good, good, good. Um, do you mind uh, 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 taking us down down that way to, to double check and make sure that um, the current setup, the current uh, engineering controls are, are, are working as intended, especially, 
you know, this is kind of a once in a in a, in a blue moon type of type of rainstorm, but you know, you, you want to be sure that you're prepared for everything. Yeah, that should be fine. Um, sorry, procedure protocol. We are going to have to check weapons before. Not the you can't you can't go down with all that stuff. Just pre- policy procedure. <clears throat> Or you can stay up here with it. Like, you can, you're totally, you don't have to let go of any of your weapons if you don't want to. It's just that you can't go downstairs. We're going to have you as an escort then, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I want to stand at the top of the stairs so I can hear them if they, if they yell. All right. That works. All right. I guess so. Um, Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Uh, Butch, you are left at the top of the stairs with a guard that you could bench press. Um, fully, <laughs> like you could, you could lift this young man up and hang him from the coat hooks if you needed to. Um, the rest of you are brought down here. Actually, let me do a little control C's with my control V's. Do that there. Okay, groovy. Um, phenomenal. Uh, you guys should find yourselves in a here-ish location. Uh, what you have is you've gone down a stairway. Uh, into an area where the the, the stonework is much different. Um, it's clearly um, a little older. Maybe the upper portions of the building have been redone, but this is, uh, you know, kind of more original. And it looks battle damaged. It looks like there has been there have, there have been breakouts here and there have been fights. There are places set up where they can easily pull out like barricades to prevent people from rushing the, the, the stairwells. Um, the guard walks up and opens up this uh, this doorway here. And as you advance toward the north, you can see into like a central area where there is, um, again, like a place for the guards to just sort of sit and relax. Uh, and you can see that there are doorways to the north, which according to the schematics that you guys have, the blueprints, uh, the doorways to the north lead into rooms that house any of the equipment, magical items, uh, weapons, armor that would have been taken from the prisoners at the time of their imprisonment. And then there is a doorway that goes to the left and a doorway that goes to the right that lead down into what you guys know are areas where prisoners are being kept. Okay. While y'all are wandering or something like that, I'm at the top of the stairs. And I look to the guy at my side and then I just kind of drop the act. Like, ugh. Man, this is... A, by the Celestials, this is a boring job. Just... You know, I have fought in wars. I have battled... Things that you couldn't even imagine. Or maybe you can. If there's stuff in here. And I'm, I'm, I'm here guarding two, like, skinny people who are inspecting sewers... This is such a waste. Do you do you ever get any action, man? Dude, first of all, I totally get it. I this is the we stand around all day making sure people who are locked behind doors stay locked behind doors. There's nothing to do. My god, this job stinks. Right? What's crazy though is whenever there is action, that stinks too. Like we it's not it's not a fun day to have like a prison riot um those aren't great either uh they're it's dangerous to us it's dangerous to them you know like it's 
a couple years ago, we had like a whole fire elemental just burst out of a cell. We do our best to like tamp down on magic effects down there. Like a bunch of the cells have anti-magic protections. That's how we can like, you can't lock up a wizard. They can just teleport out of places. So right. they put in a whole bunch of like that kind of stuff. But like anytime it pops off, it pops off bad. But that well, almost never happens. Hasn't happened in a few years, thankfully. But when it does happen, how does it happen? Like, how do people... I, I mean, this is supposed to be, like, the the, the most state-of-the-art, you know, place to put... Like, this is where people put the dangerous stuff, right? Dangerous Well, yeah, people. that's what they Dang. say. You mean, the, the propaganda is that this place is state-of-the-art, but, I mean, it's, 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 it's stone walls with a wooden door on it. Like, it's not... It's not impossible... You know, if especially these people, some of them, you know, you'll lock somebody up and you're like, oh, this person's a fighter or this person's a rogue. And then they bust out some sort of magic nonsense or they'll have a friend sneak in using some sort of magic. It's, there's nobody more clever than a good magic user. And they always seem to find some way of subverting the law. You know, like you're trying out here, trying to just be lawful, good, lawful, boring. And then someone's going to try to burn down a prison. It's always, it's always something. But that doesn't usually happen, right? I mean, uh, I mean, nah, I'm just, I'm just. It's happened I'm like gagging. three times total since I've been here. I, I just, uh, it's so boring. Do you ever work the night shift? Uh, I mean, I haven't in a few months. Um, there is a night shift. Uh, there's a rotation. But I mean, typically when we're off duty, we're upstairs playing cards or drinking or something. Used to be that we could have like you know, like dinner night or something. Like we would have something fun happen. Like they would bring in like somebody who like cooks us up something fun. You know, the, the prisoners don't eat, don't eat, you know, they eat well enough, but they don't eat like banquets. Like we used to have like parties and stuff like that. But now that there's like food rationing, we can't even do that. I know, you know, I'm, I'm actually a decent cook, but there's nothing much I can do here either. You know, we're just eating all that mage food. I'm just so sick of it. I'm just so... I just want to get out. Just, just... Uh, I want to see some action. But, so, like, at, at night... I, I mean, to, to, to me, I'm like, yeah, the games and the cards. That sounds fun for a while, but, you know, I don't want to just get out of shape and stuff. I gotta, you know, uh, work out or whatever. But, uh... At, at night... You know, I mean, is it the same kind of thing? Is just just people are just like standing around in the same exact places as they would during the day, and then it's just like fi firelight, you know, torchlight. Just it just seems mind numbing, dude. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot to the job, really. Um, what would I mean if you? All right, let's say you were doing this. Like, what would you do to shake things up? Like, what would be the right move from? Because I'm always looking for new input. Well, first of all, well, f first of all, y'all's weapons. You know that. I, you know, I, I would equip you with something else, unless you got something that you're hiding, which would be, a, a, you know, a real good idea. But I would definitely put some training dummies, like, in the stockades. Like, you can go out right now, and, and just buy some training dummies. They don't cost much of nothing. It, and you can stick stick them up in that break room, and that is what I would do. Is, is just you know spar, like spend the time sparring, especially if the boss ain't around at night. I want to ask Summer 
is she trying to convince this guy to start a prison guard workout regimen that exhausts them so they're less effective? I'm trying to distract them so that they're out of the way tonight. <laughs> well, I know she also like dropped this this question of like, you guys have like, I mean, aside from maybe anything that you got hidden away, but you know, like. Yeah, I caught that, but like I, I was trying to figure out because I want to play into the the interaction and I want to reward you for taking the time to like to 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 be the voice when it's not normally like Butch's role to do that. I'm I'm trying to figure out like and you're where trying to get them standing to like, at night. I'm trying to yeah. figure out like what they're armed with. I'm trying to but I'm also it's like you know you can go out right now and get those training dummies. We could you could start that tonight. You could start that tonight. Heck. Heck, I'm not doing anything tonight. I I <laughs> If you want me, I've been training with these warriors, right? I could come. I can come here tonight, and, and we can we can start, you know, some sparring practice and get a little spice up here. Maybe I can you bring have some not, decent food. You have not said one word in the last ten minutes that was a lie. Uh, I would like a persuasion with advantage, please. She's finding herself a way in here tonight. Yeah, meanwhile, you guys are, like, going to trip a wire or something and get thrown out, and Butch is be, like, the life of the party. <laughs> uh, dirty 20? Yo, we love a dirty 20. Excellent. Um, you get this guy, he gets a look on his face that it doesn't look like he has very often. He's like, wow, actually, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to the guy. We're going to have... It's going to be like it was back in the day when we used to be able to, like, you know, eat all the good food and just hang out and have a lot of fun. This is going to be great. We're going to do that thing that you said, man. We're going to have us, like, I don't know. It's not going to be like training because that's work. It's going to be, like, fun. We're going to do something fun about it. That's a, that's a really that's a really cool. You said, you'd, you said you'd come out and hang out with us? You know what? I bet I, I, it's raining right now, but I, I can get into the full. I bet I could scrounge up something to eat that isn't mage food. I bet I can. Um, Are you serious? I, I mean, let me not promise that. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. But I will have the weapons, and I will, you know, I, I'll bring some training dummies, but we'll do this. It, it, we'll see what we can do about some about some grub. We'll, we'll see what we can do. But at, the, at least we'll get some exercise in and see what we can maybe learn each other. I'm so bored. I, I, this <laughs> Coming to your work <laughs> would be a nod out for me. <laughs> My guy, you show up here with like sandwiches or something? Yeah. And something fun to do? Nobody in this whole building will ever forget about you. That would be the thing. I'm telling everybody, this is going to be a great time tonight. Okay. It's going to no. suck to be on night shift. Oh my God. Those guys on night shift don't know what they're missing. No. Is, is, will the boss be okay with this? Or will they be gone? Well, I guess it depends on what we get into because she feels very strongly that we have important work that has to be done here and it has to be taken seriously and it has to be vigilant and diligent and all those other illigents. But like, there, there are times where that's not the most exciting day. I... Lawful good doesn't have to be lawful boring. Okay? Right? It, it really doesn't have to exactly. be. Exactly! 
Uh, and the job will still get that. And he's like clearly trying to talk himself into it at this point. He's like, and the job will still get done because the guys on night shift are still on. It's not like they're not working. It's just that we're off duty and we're allowed to goof off when we're off duty. That's the whole point of being off duty. Totally. Nah, you know what? It'll be, it'll be fine. Okay, um, but she won't. Do I need be to there. show up? I don't. After? Okay, that's my question. Do I need to? Sh- I probably need to show up after she leaves. Well, all right. So she spends a lot of time here and she spends a lot of time over at the keep. So if she's not here, she's there and the other way around, most likely. I don't. Th- she's the kind of person who I don't think would be like going to the revelry, you know, and hanging out and having a fun time, whether she was on duty or not. I think that she would think that it was it would be like, you know, it's really not her scene. But yeah, I don't know. I, it, I don't think she'd have a problem with it as long as we don't like create a problem you know uh, okay what time you what, what what time should i show up i don't know man like dusk cool plus or minus all right all right uh i you know hopefully god god i hope this inspection doesn't just go on all day long but I, what i want to do is i want to go back you know you know you know get some stuff together you know maybe some simple weapons or something whatever whatever it is Food. Oh man, it's gonna be. Oh yeah. Okay now. Now we just gotta. I'm excited now, and I just. I'm bored to tears watching them look at cracks and walls. That's all they ever do. They, you know, they do find stuff though. So, but I don't care. And anyway, cool. And I, I slap them on the back real hard. It's, just, it's 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 a plan. It's a plan. You tell people. And we'll uh, we'll figure it out. I'll meet you here at dusk. All right, man. Um, downstairs, we're gonna cut from there. Downstairs, Ari and Falkus, you guys are in this room. It's quiet. You know, down the hallway, every once in a while, you can hear like a prisoner and a guard talking through the bars or something. Uh, do you guys? I mean, it's it's a coin flip. So, do you guys prefer to go left or right in your inspection? Ari, if you have no, yeah, if you have no preference, I am always a left searcher first in all video games. I like to make the circle, and that's the way the clock goes. So, all right, uh, you approach the left. The door is locked, but the guard that you're walking with just pulls a key out and unlocks it. Uh, as you go in, you see that the walls are lined left and right with prison cells. Uh, as you look in, you uh, the doors. I have the doors closed and locked, so you can't actually see into them on roll twenty. But in real life, what we're looking at are like a very thick wooden doorway with the sort of iron bars at face height type of deal. Uh, you glance in, and you don't recognize the occupants of four of these cells. Uh, they seem like just prisoners who are here for whatever reason uh, you do whether you say anything about it or have a reaction is one thing or another but you do see in this cell somebody who matches the description exactly of and the photo of Oldoon Blackpowder who you guys had that dossier on and down in uh, that's in the cell that you guys are right next to to the south right here and to the cell to the north um, west I almost said north left is a gnome who is he seems to be studying like some inscriptions in the walls like some some runic uh, 
magical language, like written in like draconic or something in the walls. Ari, with your newly found inscription knowledge, you would recognize that this cell, and actually as you look through them, all of the cells in this room are lined with runes that would create a permanent built-in anti-magic zone. Magic spell casting of any kind, whether it's from a magic item, from a magic scroll, from being a spellcaster, will not function. Uh, persistent magical effects will be turned off if you're in that room. Um, but yeah, you see that there's a gnome in there, and he's like looking at that uh, intently. Which cell? This one here, okay. the one in the far north uh, northwest. And the one in the southeast is Oldun. The other four are occupied? They're occupied, but they're occupied by what appear to be prisoners who like don't jump out at you as being important to your quest in any kind of way. And the gnome, do we have a suspicion of who the gnome is? Like, is he the warlock that... You were told that the warlock that the Teldrassil kids had brought into their plan was a gnome. Okay, so we think this is the warlock. Okay. So continue doing doing the checks, like looking looking into the cells, but beyond the prisoner, and just kind of looking at like the windows and and, and looking where there's any leaks coming in, taking those notes as usual, and you know, between me and Ari doing doing the same thing, kind of checking things out, playing up the uh, the act. Um, while I'm doing this, while I'm walking through here, um, I'd like to like. Assuming each one of these cells are exactly the same, um, you know, if I spend, say, five minutes at most at each cell, I'd like to take at least part of that time kind of eyeballing that lock on the gate as well. So kind of like not not directly looking at the lock, but I, I, I with each pass, kind of pick up where I was looking at the last lock and, and, and t- trying to get more information on, on how potentially to pick these. Okay, let's say they do have the regular standard lockpick DC, but we might be able to make that easier if you succeed on an investigation check. If you'd like to, you can use your goggles and burn a engineering point and make that with advantage. Heck yeah, I would. Um, I definitely do. Let me... Equipment. And actually, have we uh, discussed the function of the goggles yet on Mike? Not entirely. Okay, so Goblin Engineering Goggles. These are a highly technical and overcomplicated set of goggles, originally designed by Rezek of the Venture Co. base camp in Northern Stranglethorn. That's where I got those blueprints from. Rezek wasn't able to properly construct these goggles because he lacked the enchanting know-how and materials needed to finish them. Uh, they feature multiple sets of lenses of different colors that flip down over the eyes, an antenna that sticks up from near one temple, and a collapsible disc imprinted with a spiral pattern. Uh, the goggles have a variety of functions, and you may have multiple functions active at once. Each function requires the use of one engineering point to activate. So we have, uh, for anybody who's familiar with D&D uh, lens items, there is the Eagle Sight Lens, uh, which basically gives me advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. Um, 
that I can make uh, details out of extremely distant creatures. Uh, minute inspection lens, which gives me advantage on intelligence investigation checks that rely on sight, uh, searching um, or studying an object within one foot of my eyes. Um, and a hypnosis disc um, that I can activate uh, to cast charm person spell on a humanoid. Um, magical analysis, which gives me basically the identify uh, spell. And a heads-up display that, as a bonus action, I can activate the sensors in the antenna to perform analysis of a target's combat effectiveness. So I can choose, basically, something of their information, like their damage vulnerabilities, their resistances, immunities, saving throw proficiencies, armor class, highest ability score, and lowest ability score, so stuff like that. So in this case here, I'm assuming it would be throwing in, uh, putting down the minute inspection lens. Yeah, for an inspection. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like literally going to be like I'm, I'm miming it over here, like like running my hand down the wall and, and looking at the wall, running along this, like just just kind of going like stop for just the briefest of seconds across the the lock and then get to the other side of the wall and, and, and run my fingers down that wall and and, and kind of checking it with the with the um, minute inspection lens on. That's a pretty big device. I mean, not physically big. That 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 device does a lot pretty awesome but it just yeah just just some added bonuses to checks and things like that uh that's i do an have to roll with me thing, yeah it is an attunement thing so i did that's oh, where that's i had to take off the, the cloak yes ma'am this does a lot more right. than the cloak does all right so for this ability inventory equipment goggles so for the minute inspection lens i'm going to get advantage on an investigation check so we're going to do one roll and a second roll. Uh, the advantage is a 22. Okay, on a 22, you see, first of all, that um, the guards carry keys for these locks. So if you were in a position to take a key, whether it be by beating up a guard and looting it from them or being successful in a pit pocket or something along those pick pocket or something along those lines, you would have no check required for getting into these cells. Um, Otherwise, if you're going to do a lockpick, I will say that um, because you have studied these locks as carefully as you have, normally um, the DC for a lockpick check is 15. We can do either 10 or we can keep it at 15, but you would do it as a bonus action instead of as an action. So because of your um, your knowledge of these locks, uh, that would be the bonus that you gain from uh, from studying it in the event that you didn't have a key. Is that kind of what you were looking for? Yeah, that does work. Um, additionally. Um, and actually, there... here, I'll open this door. Uh, the game in the purposes of the game, the door is not opened. Uh, But as you look in, this is the kind of cell that you see. It's one, two, three, four. It's like a five by four square um, cell. Uh, It's got enough space in it for one to two prisoners if they're going to be tight about it. But that's uh, that's kind of where you are. Uh, in 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 our walk through this entire place so far, um, how many guards are carrying keys? Like, are does like every single guard have their own set of keys, or is there a specific finite number of set of keys that the guards are assigned to to keep track of where they are and and who's got them when and where and how? 
just in case if one of them walks away, say, this morning, would they notice? Uh, there is at least one set of keys per group of guards. So there's two guards in this hallway. There's two guards in the center area. You can take it to uh, uh, be the case that there are likely two guards in the next hallway as well. Um, of these, at least one of them carries the keys to the cells in this area and the doors in and out of it. All right. So I, I just I just had one of those those uh, Falcus MacGyver moments. Um could I boat foam imprint one of those keys and forge one? Under no circumstances can you use boat foam that you found in the jungle <laughs> to craft a key. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> it was worth an ask. I just have to think about it. If you want to try to forge a fake key, that's probably doable given your engineering and tinkering tools proficiencies, but uh, I think you would probably have to have one of their keys to copy. If you want to figure out a way to take a key, copy it, and then return it somehow, wonderful. But I don't know if your timetable permits that. No, I don't think so. Um, like, for me, it was more of a, of a, of a quick grab and imprint and, and go uh, during the distracting moment, but uh, I think lockpicking is probably going to be the best bet here, just to not have to um, deal with that, unless we happen to find some potentially uh, unconscious uh, guards at some point that we could get a key easily. So we'll have to see tonight when we come back. Um, Alright, I'll come up to like to, to Ari, uh, Ari says like, I think... Uh, I think our investigation of, of of the foundational leaks and such over here on this wing is 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 pretty much well done. We should check the uh, other side. Agreed. Also, the we should probably peek into the storerooms just to make sure there's nothing coming through there. Not necessarily go oh, in. Yeah. Make sure I say that loud enough so the guard hears we're not necessarily going in, but peek in just to see that there aren't anything leaking in there. Yeah, the last thing you guys want is a lawsuit on your hands that, uh, you know, the, the gear that you kept for these guys uh, while they were imprisoned, you know, if they get out, is, is damaged. You see into the storerooms um, that there are... So the one storeroom, the art shows beds. Um, no, you know what? Let's keep it that way. Uh, it's a place for, like, if there was a medical emergency or something along those lines... Uh, they would be the, the person, be it the guard or the prisoner or whomever it is, can be brought into there. Uh, but most of this is uh, there's a weapons rack that has a bunch of stuff on it. There's clearly some like swords and bows and that kind of thing that are not of the make that typically you are seeing on the guards. So you're like, oh, okay, this is prisoner's equipment. There is a um, there is a, a wand that appears to be a spell focus all that kind of stuff. There are keys hanging on a hook in the room that has on the, the room on the left that has the desk and the extra chest. Uh, there is a set of keys hanging on a hook there. Um, and, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Is there anything else that is sp like specifically that you were looking for in those rooms? Those are good notes that I didn't think to add. Getting that, uh, getting the warlock, his uh, spell focus back. And then um, also there's a set of keys in here too. Uh, these doors are locked as well, aren't they? Uh, they actually would, yes, they would have been locked, yes. Uh, do I still have the lens down? 
Uh, or is it got a timetable? Is it only usable once? I check on. I think it lasts a minute. Yes, one minute. I'm gonna guess comparatively these are just just by looking. Are these locks the same as the other locks on all the other doors? Yeah, they're similar. Okay. As you guys make your way down the hallway on the right hand side, and you're glancing into the um, you're glancing into the the cells here. Uh, you see two gentlemen who seem a little on the less physical side. A lot of the prisoners, um, and even the warlock, honestly, were like they seem like physically hardy. They they do a lot um, in the world. Uh, in this northern cell, you see two men. One of them. Uh, Rel- you know, relatively robust looking. The other kind of skinny. Um, the one who's on the robust side looks like um, his glasses are on the thick side. His He's got like perpetual allergies, like seemingly as... I mean, his allergies are going off right now. Um, bespectacled man. The other pretty, pretty thin. You didn't have a physical description of the two archaeologists, but you get the sense from the fact that they're so different from the other prisoners, the way that they look and everybody else. It, it's possible that this is Daniel Shanks and Nick Ballard in this, in this cell. Which one? In the cell just uh, above where you guys are. And then across from them, uh, you actually see um, somebody who you actually have met before. Uh, in the cell directly to the south, you recognize Harrison Jones. He sees you <gasps> look into. He sees you look into the cell. His eyes widen, but he doesn't say anything. I would say we'd probably keep like we can't really linger, so I would say we just keep on inspecting the other cells. Um, with the guards, I don't even really know if we can give him a single a signal or anything. Uh, yeah, if you were to try to signal him, you would be. You can you can give it a shot. The, there is a guard escorting you, and there are other two other guards in the room. So you're welcome to give it a shot. But if you're if you're seen, I will just spell out the consequences for you right now. If you are seen, that is not an automatic failure, but it does raise the suspicion level on you. If I would say, would, um, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, would I? Could I? Um, these are just guards here, right? They don't. Would they know thieves can't if they saw it? Thieves can't is most commonly used by rogues and, um, you know, sort of the criminal element. So you would suspect that a group of prison guards may not be directly inclined to have learned thieves can't, but there is a possibility that they may have learned it as a result of either being around the prisoners and needing to know it for their own safety or like that sort of thing. So they're not missing hidden communications uh, in gameplay terms. I don't know if they speak thieves can't, I was going to roll the dice about it. If you were to, if you were to try to use it and get away with it. Uh, Cause that's what I was just thinking about. Um, I mean, what, I mean, knowing Harrison Jones, having met him, would he be the type of person who would know thieves can't? I mean, then again, if he if he's anything like the real Indiana Jones, he probably would know thieves can't. I think that's probably the best argument you could have made for whether or not he knows it, because Indy, like, 
Indy wasn't the character in those movies who spoke a dozen languages, could blend in, disappear, you'll never see him again. But he was a very educated man and spent a lot of time studying a lot of cultures. I don't think it's impossible. I think that there's, again, I'm going to throw dice about it if we try, but I think there's a high probability that he does speak it. I mean, you can press to digitate a uh, message on your eyelids. <laughs> Just My blink guy at him. is already falsely imprisoned. Please do not add to his emotional distress by doing that thing that he <laughs> actually has to deal with in this video game. You guys know that, right? There's that scene. That scene plays out in... If you go to the Stormwind Castle, you'll see that happen. No, I did not know that. What do you? Y'all, it's there. Someone has written on their eyelids, "Love you." Yeah, like th- there's a scene that plays out that like is he talks about how learning takes place in libraries. The search for truth is down the hallway, and like he says all that bit, and then there's an emote that says one of the female students closes her eyes for too long a time, and he gets real upset about it. Ah, I like, never noticed that. That bit is in this game. It's, it's, it's very funny. Guess how many times I saw it while I was trying, like, wandering around looking for things to screenshot. Several. Mm. Love it. All right, so here's what I want to do. Because um, Thieves' Cant is more of, like, symbols and, and drawings and stuff like that to indicate. It can be. It can also be... You speak a sentence in common, and within that sentence is a smaller hidden meaning. Gotcha. Um, so I'm just going to, like, you know, as, as I'm, like, standing around um, the cell here that uh, Harrison's in. Harrison's in this one, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to be, like, kind of pointing to there, and I'll, like, kind of whisper something to Ari, and it's like, you know, so something, something about about those cracks up in there. Um, make a little a little doodle on my notepad, um, and then, like, I'll turn, like, as I make that doodle on my notepad, I'll turn around to Ari and put my back to to the cell and, and kind of point, like, you know, so, like, right there on that, that wall, uh, but kind of pointing there to get Harrison's attention, and it basically says, we're working on a on a, on a solution. We're, we're, we're working on I don't want to say it like getting you out but we're we're working on it okay um and you said that that was going to be in Thieves Can't right in Thieves Can't just a little doodle on my notepad alright I'm going to throw a d20 right now on a 5 or higher Harrison Jones knows Thieves Can't and caught the message okay here we go Natural 20. My guy is super observant. He absolutely keeps his clam shut and doesn't say a word, but you know that he caught the message. I am also going to roll a suspicion check on the guards because there is a world where they saw you do that and it looked like you were trying to pass a message to a prisoner. I promised you that because of Ari going out onto the rooftop, your suspicion was already sort of pre-assumed uh so uh we're gonna roll i need you to roll deception with advantage for me and i need you to beat a 10 we're still on suspicion level one here that advantage is a 23 okay so all that is still fine you guys are doing a fantastic job of not drawing attention to yourselves um and then i am going to roll a d20. I'm going to keep the DC on this one to myself. I'm curious to know if these guards also speak Thieves Can't. Okay, phenomenal. Um, the players know it, so I'm just going to say it out loud for the audience. Roll a six. Uh, take that for what you will. 
at the end of this hallway, so at the end of the far other side, there was like there was a door, but it was blocked off, and behind it, you could see that like, there had been like a, a, a the tunnel had caved in. On this side, it's not marked on the map, but right here where I'm pinging, there actually is an additional doorway, and it leads into another hallway that ends with a large sort of, I think it's octagonal uh, room that you either could have like a large uh, prisoner exclusive rec room area uh, or it could be um, at the far end of like where maybe some more dangerous uh, 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 prisoners are being held that are further away from the general population. Um, In that room, you look in, you see two things. First of all, you have to pass another set of guards on your way there. And actually, I'll even I'll even show you. Were the other four rooms in this area filled or were they empty? Uh, Prisoners in every cell. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'll show you guys. You are entering from this side. There's another two guards. And as you get to the door, which is right here, uh, you would see in the center of the larger room inside is a large uh, grated... um, whatever you would call it, like sewer grate. Like it's where water would drain down into the sewer area. Um, It has been reinforced and locked uh, because, hey, someone broke in here once before like that. So we had to like make sure that that was was under lock and key. Sorry, it's this business all the way on the far in the the large room. Um, I think that when they drew the map, that was designed to be a stairwell, but it's a, uh, it's in my world, it's a sewer grate. Um, And that's where... um, uh, excess water. They have like a sump pump system where like you would have seen there wasn't really very much in the way of things needed to be repaired down here if that was something you were actually looking for. Uh, and water is going down into that area there. So if you were to come up from the sewers, you would come up from this room. How's the uh, water flow been in the sewers? Uh, it's been it's been great actually. Um, since the crabs got down the the controlled rec- reconnoiter scrubber whatever they are we call them crabs. Since the guy invented those little robots, uh, they've been keeping the place actually pretty clear of things like clutter and you know fatbergs and all that kind of stuff. So the water actually runs pretty well. Um, we were surprised actually when we when we heard you guys were coming out here for an inspection. But I guess with the water hitting the side of the building as hard as it is, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, we, we knew that there were, were some potential leaks in the upper floors, but uh, it was really to see how a day like today affected um, the, the structural integrity in many different places here. Because, you know, I know despite that you guys have uh, the magical wards in place and everything like that, there's a lot that, that um, uh, magic users can really do with just a cup of water. And it, it's it's incredible what you can see what some of these mages have 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 been able to do. Um, as long as they stay in their cells, that's really not a concern. Right. Exactly. All right. Um, is there any more information that you're looking to find from down here? Can we see into that big circle room? Um. Yeah. Let's say that they open the door, but they would warn you that there's a pretty dangerous criminal that is set aside in um, what is essentially, a, functionally, it's like a solitary confinement type situation. It's a very large room. You would think that this would either be a communal rec space or something, but you look inside and there is one cell with one uh, human woman in it. Do we recognize her at all? I don't know if you would. Um, you would definitely recognize the um, 
body, I guess, hung uh, by its shoulders next to her cell. Um, it looks like they skinned a knoll and hung it from its shoulders and its head is tilted like to the side like it's from Five Nights at Freddy's. You would certainly recognize that there's a human and what looks like the, re- the remains of a, uh, a, a, la- a large knoll. Not intentionally, but uh, for the players, I am wearing her shirt today, actually. Yeah, she's got the Casplay shirt on. Kaz! Uh, yeah, listeners, if you run... Um, I don't know if she's in the dungeon for uh, the stockades, like if you actually queue for it as a dungeon, but I know for sure she's in it when you do the rescuing Princess Talanji and Zul encounter as a horde person going into battle for Azeroth. Uh, the winner of the 2017, I think, cosplay competition, uh, they put her in game. And I was like, I can't think of a reason why Kaz wouldn't be a prisoner in my prison. So Kaz, <laughs> if you're listening, shout out to Kaz. She's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I would yeah, just say that's we, where we are. continue just kind of making notes and pointing at things, but I think I think at this point we've explored the whole keep or the whole stockade from my understanding. Yeah, you've got a you've got a solid idea for the layout, for the security, for um you know, the quality of the guards that they have on duty. There there could be so it's set up in such a way as to um if if we weren't on high alert, you're like, all right, getting down here took a minute. Um and if the guards were to be summoned. Any of them could get down here real quick and reinforce the others, and we could have a swarm on our hands. But um, standard layout, not high alert, not not lockdown mode. Roughly two guards per section, and these guys, um, you could take them out. Like they're, you can tell physically, um, magically, like they are not a, they are, they do not stand a chance against your party. Uh, however you are also very sure that causing a fight would lead to an alarm going off, which would lead to a lot of guards coming down here. And while you don't think that one or two guards would be any issue at all, 15 of them all attacking at once could cause you some, some trouble. Uh, in, in this cell area here, um, does, do any of these wall have those same, um, uh, magical, uh, wards on it? So these walls here, Oh, um, you look around. No, you don't see any suppression here. Um, you do not get the sense that, like, if you had a if you had a magic user on your hands, you it would be dangerous to put them in a place where they had multiple different opportunities to do things. So the smaller the space, probably the safer. Um, and also, hey, not for nothing, it's probably expensive to do that kind of work. So they limited it to the smaller cells. These larger places, non magical users or like like low level magical users that wouldn't be able to conduct a prison break would be the kind of people they would keep here. Are there guards in this room with her or with the prisoner? Not with her. They're in this hallway that leads to her. And so far as you can tell, there's by design only one way into this room, unless you're crawling through sewers, which they were like, oh no, we put like a big lock there and there's like mechanical things like underneath that would prevent somebody from approaching. So you get the sense that they believe that this is secure enough. Is there anything else Falkus would be looking at or doing? Like, I I would basically, if I saw Falkus inspect anything, would be keeping up the act until I thought he was good to go. 
Well, I think, uh, I think that wraps it all up there. Um, I took account of, of, of the issues I saw. Uh, we'll put it together in our report, um, to, to the engineering board and, uh, we'll, we'll be back in touch. All right. And, uh, what, which was the, um, who did you say you represented? Give me one more deception check. Say the Silver Covenant so you don't lie and do it with advantage. No, it's, it's, I mean, saying the Silver Covenant wouldn't be helpful. Um, I, basically, you don't have to have an answer. I'm just saying that, like, as we're wrapping up here, I just need one more deception check. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Master Engineer Zorzovza. <laughs> eight? Okay. One and eight, they're like, oh, all right. That's okay. Uh, you f- you get the sense that they thought that was a strange answer. Um, suspicion has gone up a little. Uh, it takes several failed suspicion checks in order for anything terrible to happen. Um, but as it stands, moving forward, uh, the DC to charisma check anybody in the prison has been changed from 10 to 12. So, Oof. not a huge loss. Not a. You guys went this whole inspection. You failed one. Uh, what do you call it? Suspicion check. That is phenomenal. You're easily able to leave. You can meet up with Butch back at the steps. He's still fully covered in all of his equipment. He's having a grand old time with this guard oh, that he's like. When, when I see it up them, with. when I see them, uh, s- start walking up. I, I straighten back up and go. <clears throat> oh, getting back into character for the guard. <laughs> Yeah. Phenomenal. Now, now the guard knows, the, you know, you know, like the guard saw me walking, walking in with scowl on my face, and I dropped it, dropped the scowl, and then right, you know, the but boss like, comes back in, and I'm like, we're run back to work. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, yeah, great. Um, at this point, you guys are, if if leaving is the next move, you guys are good to leave. If there's anything else, any other like role play bits that we want to do here before we leave, that's also cool. Whatever you're up for. I don't. I don't think I have anything else to um, to be done here. On our way past the administrative office, um, I just want to take a glance in there and, and just kind of thank them for for their hospitality today and letting us uh, conduct the inspection. Uh, meanwhile, I want to look and try to find what where the um, dock is or the uh, the um, the central hub computer for those robots are. Uh, they do not dock here. They dock down in the sewers. They do have a control node here that can be changed from high alert to patrolling to cleaning. And the, like, there's a like, or, or, or rather, high alert, patrolling and cleaning, and cleaning are like the three settings on the control node for the uh, for the crabs. The, the carefully reticulated automatic scrubber bots. Bot something. Bot I forget scrubbers. How, bot scrubbers. Because uh, that would be the BS instead of SP. Uh, where is it in this room? Uh, it's situated on the desk on the corner. Okay, thanks. It's like a crystal based. It almost looks Draenei in design, actually. A very crystal-y. Alright, I guess we'll head on out let's of go to, here. Let's go to the tavern. Um, cool. Yes. Go, let's go get lunch. Let's go get lunch. Okay. Um, 
we get there, I uh, let him know the conversation that, that I had. Let him know I have a plan. Let him know, let uh, Arian Falkus know I have a plan. And that, uh, okay, so while y'all are doing whatever you're going to do, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to be up the, in the, uh, you know, the, the, the rest quarters or whatever. We're And we're going to have a good time. I'm going to get some supplies, get some food, get some fun. I, I, I need to pick up a few things. And frankly, I need to, you know, go out in the forest and see if I can't find some, some grub. But my plan is to show up at dusk. And I will be in the building. If y'all want to crawl around them sewers, by, by all means. But I'm going to be up having fun with those guys and getting them drunk. So, you're welcome. Thank you much. That was wonderfully played. Absolutely fantastically played. Um, there are th- at least 30 guards that I counted there. So if we can make sure the... Uh, if I can do my math here. The 21 or so stay on the uh, upper floors. That would be great. I'll see if I can't talk them into bringing some of their buddies up, too. We'll see. We'll see. And I do I do have a plan. Uh, it, I, I've, I've, uh, I've written it all out here. And so when uh, we're ready for that, go ahead. But the, the two of y'all can figure out what you want to do. We have to figure out where the uh, sewer sewer entrance is. And what to do about those crabs. It sounds like from your engineer guy, we can definitely outrun them. Oh, uh, if we just stealth past them, just get to their docks and disable their docks before. I mean, but- I, I can cast invisibility on you if you think that's something you can handle. I think so. Um, additionally, one of the things I noted is the uh, the Hearthstone is capable of porting out up to ten people. Um, all of the people we um, scouted in the dungeons, including us three, makes nine. Um, so we have a number of people that we can we can rescue out of there um, and get out in one piece um, with with the Hearthstone. I think Casey said that it was attuned to just the three of us. Like, I, I don't know if that's... So I know last time we had talked about that. Willing creatures. So on the... Uh, where Warlock, is Ranger, Archaeologist, Archaeologist, Harrison Jones. Yes. Butch, Falcus, Ari. I ain't leaving Kaz behind. You're rescuing Kaz. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Awesome. Okay. I was going to say, because I was like, no, I only put, I didn't put that many targets in there. Everyone else is bad criminals. <laughs> no, I, ain't, I ain't leaving Kaz behind. Kaz, um, you listen to me. You're the bad criminal. Okay. <laughs> uh, activating the Hearthstone will instantly teleport the user and up to 10 friendly creatures within 30 feet to a specific place determined by the creator of the Hearthstone. Perfect. Wait a minute. I said instantly? Did I really? Um, it. Well, there's there's a first. Uh, so the smooth white stone is small enough to fit in a pocket and features a blue swirling pattern. Concentrating on the stone's magic for one minute activates the hearthstone's power. So it is there is a minute charge in order to activate okay. it, and then you instantly teleport. 
I was going to say, if I said instantly, I just created a 10-person instantaneous teleport, I'm dumb and bad. Okay, a minute makes a lot more sense. went so well! Our heroes know exactly where they need to go, have a distraction prepped, and are ready to break out their allies. Will Butch be able to keep the guards away from the action long enough for Ari and Falkus to get away? Will they be able to pull off this heist without being stopped by the Warden? We'll have to wait until next time to find out as we queue up for some more Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.